Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of the Quarantine Edition. And we are five episodes in. Thanks for tuning in. It is Friday. Today, we have a guest who's been following me for a while. And I found out that he was a grocery worker a couple uh, weeks back. So I decided to include him into the show and share his experience. He goes by the name of Sanin, originally from Sri Lanka. And he shares experience and backgrounds of how him, as a grocery worker, was affected with the whole pandemic of COVID-19. Hope you guys enjoy. You're listening to On The Go Voice Podcast, the best generational podcast you'll ever tune into. Listen to the voices of this generation where we seek to identify values, stimulate discussions, and vocalize the community. Hey, Charles. Awesome, bro. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. Good man, how's work? Uh, work was fun. I work fun. at the Camarillo. I work at the Camarillo Rouse. Okay. And I've uh, worked for Rouse as a company for like four years. This coming May. Oh no. And uh, if you've ever been into any of the Rouse in the county, the Camarillo one's actually one of the smaller ones. Okay. Yeah, I've only uh the one by uh by Las Posas. Yeah. Oh, okay, I used to go there a lot. I used to date a girl nearby, and I used to. Oh, there are a lot. Memories. Oh, this guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. So, so um, I came from the Ventura store, which is right off of Victoria, off the freeway. Mm-hmm. That one's a that the the Ventura store is a big store. So when I transferred over there to the Camarillo one in like May of last year, uh huh, I was like, okay, this is very tiny. Right. And then um, back in. The last summer, like around June, I went to go shop around at the Ventura store since it's close to my parents' house. Uh-huh. And honestly, Charles, I had culture shock. Oh, I bet. This is like, this is a big store. People are right when they say the Ventura store is a big store. Yeah. But, um, this morning, we just, uh, as a company, Rouse is turning away customers if they don't have any mask on. Ooh, we'll, we'll dive into that real quick. So uh, let's let's get started, bro. Uh, for yeah. people listening, I actually want them to know who you are first. Just go ahead okay. and yourself and tell them what you do. All right. So my name is uh, Sinin Ranasinghe. I call myself a jack of all trades, master of some. Um, I'm a college student at Cal State Channel Islands. I'm getting my degree in health science, and I actually want to go into public health, more so at the county level. The highest I would probably take a look at myself as like a state level. I don't want to go into the national level. Um, mm-hmm. Outside of school, I like to talk to people, I like spending time with my friends, my family. I like to play video games like Pokemon, um, hey, NBA 2K. Nice. Uh, I like to write poetry. I like to draw. I like to dance. I like to sing. Poetry writing's getting me in, back into rapping. I do everything. Okay. I see that, man. That's, that's dope. It's good to hear someone who's very well-rounded. Um, mm-hmm. I, I did actually, I've never spoken to you, so it's uh, dope to meet you in person. You I know, appreciate so. that. So, yeah, let's, uh, I want to switch it up for you so d- that way people can see you a little more lighter. Turn okay. against the light. That way, or I think you might have to click yourself towards. That way you can see you because I also want to okay. see your face, you know, not super dark. Okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I mean, um, well, the first question oh. that I've been asking uh-huh. everybody part of the uh, quarantine edition is like, hey, man, like before all of this quarantine situation was happening, 
it seemed uh what were you doing you know it seems like you're probably going to school working full-time right and also having a little bit of hustle on the side or how does that look like all right. before all this happened so so before all this happened uh th this uh academic this semester was more of a semester for me to get back on track uh-huh uh, well all last year i had some personal stress that was affecting me emotionally and academically okay so th this semester i adjusted to that by just taking one class this semester it was already online to begin with mm -hmm. so i was Academically, I was fine. I was like getting used to it. Um, I actually, I am still technically a part-time worker. So okay. I was working like uh, before all this hoopla happened, I was working maybe max 29 hours a week at Ralph's. And then nice. my I still worked my first ever job, which is a, as an avid tutor for the Venture Unified School District. Okay. So um, that was more so I just go in on Wednesdays and Fridays to Buena High School and Foothill Tech uh, Technology High School cool. um, in Ventura and I just tutor with the AVID program so that was fun um, I was actually we my family and I were in Sri Lanka where I was born uh, over the holidays so mm -hmm. we came back from Sri Lanka on the 13th of January Charles and um, we literally missed the coronavirus from hitting Sri Lanka where we were staying at like where, where's uh, where's Sri Lanka at? What part of country? I'm not actually familiar. Uh, it's, it's, so it's Asia. So it's kind of like the Philippines where it's an island country. Okay. But it's, uh, it's closest neighbor is uh, India. But it's, oh, okay. dead center, it's dead center in the Indian Ocean. I tell people whenever they ask, if you look at a world map, look for the little teardrop by India. That's Sri Lanka. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Thanks for uh, the geographic knowledge. On yeah, that. yeah. Um, yeah. So you weren't born here originally? Cause, uh... No, okay. no. I was, uh, I was born in Sri Lanka. We, My family and I moved over here in 1998. Oh, wow. 1990. Yeah, so... So you've been here for quite a while. Yeah, yeah I have. Yeah. I have. You're, you're one of the few one percenters in the Ventura County. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, um, for the when people That's ask dope. me... Is there like a large population of Sri Lankan people in California? It's like, yeah, like uh, there's a good, huh. there's at least within our county alone, there's at least like 400 people. Nice. Yeah, you're yeah. the first I've ever met. So. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I know. But um, besides working and going to school, I was just spending time just doing my hobbies, just doing stuff I like, just enjoying life. Um, I think the next question was like when COVID-19 occurred. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll facilitate the question. Okay. So that way we okay. were on the track. Okay. I might have some questions to back it up, you know. I just put up okay. a... Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Understood, so, understood. So I, we also, I also want to know, like, how was your weekly activity looking like? So that we can have a framework on how you're... Gotcha. All this. Gotcha. So um, I, we came back January 13th, January 14th. 14th starting just from that day mm -hmm. i was hitting the gym at like 4 30 5 o'clock in the morning where'd you hit the gym just, uh la fitness in ventura okay. la fitness okay cool. so i was lifting um at least two or three times a week and um i was just getting my body right because last summer i had a lazy summer like i got down to one seven or 145 last year last spring of 2019 okay I got back to 145, which was like the weight I graduated high school at. And then last summer, I had a lazy summer, Charles. So I put on about like 20 pounds. I was like 165, <laughs> 175. Nice. 
And I was like, well, not nice yeah, no. then. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was bad. Like, so I was, I literally told myself, like, I just want to get back down to like 168 to like 170 because that's okay. a good weight for me. Yeah. And, um, I actually, I'm hovering right around that right now. 165, 164 to 170. But, um, I was going to the gym. School was just maybe three hours a week because it was a three unit class. Mm -hmm. And, um, I did the avid training, like I said, Wednesday, Friday, from about like 7 a.m. to about 2 p.m. And then um, usually I would open at the Ralph's in Camarillo, uh, I would think like Tuesday, Thursday, and then the weekend. So like about 6 a.m. to 2.30, so it wasn't too bad. But yeah, everything else was like that. Um, I did help out my family by accompanying my dad to his meditation class at the local Buddhist temple in Ventura. So I would uh, just, I would drop him off because it was, it was something that he wanted to do. So I would just drop him off and pick him up about from like 7 p.m. to about 9 p.m. Monday and Thursday. But yeah. Okay, cool, was, cool. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool. Thanks for sharing. Uh, I kind of have an idea no of how it was back then. So uh, I've been asking everybody recently because Ventura County, uh, we we kind of was was somebody calling you? No 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 you're good no I'm, I'm I was listening to you. Okay cool 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 so I guess it was probably on my end. But uh what I was asking people was West Ventura County we weren't essentially right away affected compared to LA County mm -hmm. before all these things happened. In fact all the other countries were probably affected first and then um I was just curious where what was your initial reaction when you started hearing it from other nations or other countries that were being affected were you kind of dismissive of it or were, were you actually like uh skeptical about it or what was your thought process before everything even happened but you were aware of it so i was i was aware of it um literally my mom's birthday is actually january 19th so i was aware of it the following week on january 25th because my dad streams radio uh broadcast from sri lanka Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah, so it's online. So they he actually, they did a health report and they said at the time where we were staying at, which is around the Colombo, which is area in Sri Lanka, um, there was about, I'd like to say like 70 cases reported of uh, coronavirus. So I was actually worried about it then, but I really didn't pay attention to it as much until like every, until it was more well known, until it was like, officially on everyone's radar which was around march um i was a little skeptical about it because in my opinion it's just like the it's a form of the flu and the reason why it's affected it's being like very it's at the pandemic level is because people can have it but no don't cannot or they can have it but won't show the symptoms of it and then it's different from the flu because it actually, from what I've heard, it attacks your internal organs straight away. Okay, cool. So, uh, so, so you were a little bit aware of, of the severity of it. Right, right. I was in, um, with my parents and their health conditions, they're high risk. So about like the week of St. Patrick's Day, like around March 18th and stuff. Right. That's when um, my sister and I kind of locked down, and I've uh, when I go to work because I work more than my little sister. I usually change, and then my my family's uh, been wondering like, why do I spend like an hour or two after I get off to come home? 
just because of how severe it is. Oh. But, but most of the time for me, I, I feel like I'm kind of the black sheep of my immediate family just because <laughs> I know that like in the Asian culture, every, everyone points forward to school first. Focus on school, get your education, and then everything will fall in place from there. It's true. For me, I see that, but uh, last year I got back into I got into the self education industry, like Ed Milet, Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi. My man's. Yeah, so that that opened my eyes a lot more, and I've been more uh, reflective, I've been more open minded. Okay. So I, I can see that. Yeah, so like when I messaged you that I was running late, that was because I changed, I ate, relaxed, and then I drove home from Camarillo. Okay. So I was like. Yeah. I like I know my body for the most part. I'm still learning more about it, Charles. But I'm like, do I really need to be in a rush to get there? I'll eventually get to the same location. If I rush, I'll get there faster. But I'll might I might get into like an accident or I might be rushed and stuff like that. If that makes any sense. No, no you're good. No, absolutely, bro. Uh, I think I I when it comes down to when I'm collaborating or creating content with other people i worry about like hey take care of what you got to take care of first you know when it comes down of to course, it. of course you can also wait and then cool man thanks, yeah. thanks for sharing that um so with that being said the fact that you're already aware yeah. of us you're you're already prepared now obviously mm-hmm. because i picked you because it was a you're a grocery worker however right. i didn't know that you had a, a, a background in uh, sri lanka which is freaking awesome um, right, did I say right. It right okay cool so yeah you did you did <laughs> perfect um when it affected you uh, here in Oxford, here in Ventura County alone, how did that mm-hmm. affect your work? And then, uh, and after that, I guess I'll ask the other question too, which is like, how did it affect overall your life? So work-wise, like I uh, like I opened up the meeting, the conversation with, uh, we just started turning down customers because they don't have a mask. Um, last Friday, the Ralphs Corporation decided to ban outside reusable bags. Um, as employees, we're supposed to be, we have been wearing masks as a mandatory requirement since last week as well. And, um, pretty much if you ever go into any of the grocery stores, like Ralph's included, we have, um, stickers, which label the, which accommodate the social distancing. So like there's a sticker for the person that's at the register paying, right? The paying customer. And then there's a sticker that says, please wait here for the next customer in line. And then six feet after that is the, the second customer in that line. And uh, my managers have been on it. Like uh, the company's been pretty much on it. Um, we have sanitizing wipes for each uh, cashier to use. Um, every half an hour, we have one employee going down sanitizing every touch surface like say like a handle on a door or something like that um we have people outside greeting customers sanitizing the cards right before the customer takes it um as a whole ralph's is doing a good ralph's as a whole is doing a good part about keeping everything clean as much as possible um how this affected my life hold on, hold on. Be- before, okay. I, before i jump into that yeah. Max, sorry, sorry to cut you off, sending. Uh, I'm yeah. curious when, when it when that happened, what was your reaction to it? Were you kind of did you felt it was chaotic, or was it actually did you felt it was actually really it went smooth smoother than you than you thought, or um, I was just curious like how you perceived that as a worker within that situation. Oh, you know? oh yeah. 
yeah, yeah, no, I got you, Charles. Uh, so pretty much as a worker, I was fine with it. I just was going with the flow. Um, I was just pretty much following the lead because um, for my part, in my position, I'm still a part-timer. I'm not going to, it's a part-time job for me. So for me, I just follow the lead of what my, like my immediate supervisors tell me like, okay. And I, I understand like the severity of it and stuff like that. So if any, if I can, for my, for me personally, if I can do a small part in making sure everyone's safe, I'll do it. Cool, man. That's good. I'm glad that it wasn't that crazy then. So, uh, yeah, back to how everything else affected your part of life. You're also a student and also your parents are, could be, or at least more susceptible than most people are. So, uh, for my, I actually, with my lifestyle and stuff, like how I'm either at work or I'm either at either one of my jobs or I'm at school doing my online homework. I'm not home that often. So my body's used to not being at home that often. So when I'm off on my off days, I go out like my outside time is going out for a run to get both my exercise in and then my outside time. And then for the most part, when I'm home, I'm either downstairs eating food, uh, helping my parents out or just in my room, watching videos, playing video games, putting some time into my hobbies and my homework. Cool. What, what's some of the hobbies you're working on right now? Um, a lot of poetry writing. Uh, I've been, I got back into drawing, um, <laughs> drawing, writing, uh, rapping, singing, pretty much playing video games. I try and just find something to do where I can have fun within. It's uh, safe fun. Like do you post fun. about it? Do you post about it or just? Yeah, yeah like you that. you've seen you've no you've seen it. You should have seen it if you follow me. Uh, Actually, a lot I haven't of my your page. I'll I'll take a look at it. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. A lot of my uh, latest posts have been a lot of the poetry I've been writing. So like, oh, um, it's awesome. I gotta check it out, man. So, yeah. uh, um, with that being said, it sounds like you adjusted finally compared to what you thought it was before, and it sounds like mm-hmm. you're taking uh, precautionary measures when it comes down to mm-hmm. it. Um, what? What else do you plan to do while all this is happening? I'm curious because you said you're also into self-development. A lot of people who are into that, like their mindset is more proactive, you know, instead of just mm-hmm. like killing and kicking it back, which it's nothing wrong with. I think some people might need the actual mental health, you know, relaxation. Oh. But for some people like me, like, I want to be able to do more <laughs> at this time, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So for me, like for the self-development, um, literally, you know how, the you know the effectiveness of Instagram ads. For whatever reason, I keep either coming across books so i'm gonna share i'm gonna show you just a small collection of the books that i have just stacking up in my room okay so that's uh that this one i heard about last weekend off of npr npr is uh, the podcast uh national public radio oh okay okay uh this is what a customer back in the fall at the mature ralph's um he goes to the same gym i do Charles and he uh, recommended this book for me. Nice. This is nice. This is actually a, that, that's actually a really good book because it um, it just helps people learn not to complain because if you complain about something, you're really you're venting your stress, yes, but you're more so not focusing on the idea of just letting go of that. Yeah, for body's, sure. Absolutely, your I body's, agree. Yeah, because your body's still connected to it. Uh, this one, this is actually really relevant because of uh, the alarming death rate of the coronavirus. 
So this, I also heard uh, they had on National Public Radio, they had uh, the author on. So it's uh, called Death's Summer Coat, What the History of Death and Dying Teaches Us About Life and Living. Because um, if you think about it, all death really is is just the end of your life. So it's a it's a continuous cycle. Life's just a continuous cycle. You start off as a baby, you start off as a blank canvas, and then whenever you die, that's going to be the end of your masterpiece. So that's why wow. you should just spend each day living it and enjoying nice. each day. I love that, bro. That's great, man. And especially that you're taking time to, and also you're going to school. Like most uh, college students I know are like stressed uh, now because of school and everything. It seems like you're oh. coming at it from a very, I, I wouldn't just, I wouldn't even say optimistic. I would just say more abundant, like first mm-hmm. outlook on it, you know? Because uh, for me with um, my, my journey to my bachelor's degree is going to be an eight year journey, right? But mm-hmm. more, I've, well, like in the last year and a half, uh, I come to terms like, okay, at the end of the day, the degree that I pay money for and spend time to work on is just a piece of paper. That's True. the destination. What matters most is what I learn to get that piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And then that's where like, that's where like uh, with the bachelor's degree, you know how the, there's that, there's the, there's statistics about how uh newly like new college grads have trouble finding a job yeah there's a significantly drop uh lower rate of uh college graduates that are actually getting the job that they want in degree right right and that's more so of them actually just going along with the system and just working it's true working working doing the school i mean i was one of those too so (laughs) (laughs) no 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 worries yeah no but i've i with um with the skill that, with my dad's skill that I was born with, which is just being able to communicate with people. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you're actually, very articulate and communicative. So I was actually, appreciate that. you know, I was like, well, that's pretty dope, you know? <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Um, one of my dad's skills is just talking to people. And I've put a spin on that of just trying to learn as much as I can about as, as a person so I can understand mm-hmm. them. So like when I talk to them, I can put myself in their shoes. Mm. And uh, that's actually helped me make some connections like um what i've heard from my call my mentors and uh my academic mentors is just to learn at just to find people that will help you grow and like the self in the self-education industry is just like that ed milet tony robbins uh dean graziosi always recommend nice the first person that you'll look you look towards will be your mentor because they're a role model for you so like on the academic level, um, one of my early professors, Professor Gutierrez at Channel Islands, um, she's a strong academic uh, mentor for me because she's a motivator. Mm. Like for these, I went to Foothill Technology High School. If any of the listeners know anything about the Mitchell Unified School District, they'll know that the Foothill, Foothill Technology High School is just a small magnet school in Ventura County, in Ventura. Um, We've only been around for about now going on 20 years. It's right It's right across the street from Ventura College. Right. Here in Ventura. Okay. Not but, too familiar with um, Ventura, but thanks for, you know, paying a picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, my my professor, Professor Gutierrez, my first academic mentor, actually uh, went to the same high school as me. Mm-hmm. So we connected with that, and she just taught me 
she just taught me just to embrace your personality, play to your strengths. And um, outside of like writing poetry and like listening to music and singing and dancing and stuff, uh, Charles, I like to play basketball. So my second um, academic mentor is the director of major gifts for Cal State Channel Islands. Um, if you ever look up all-time points holder for men's basketball at UC Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. he will come up. Okay. But he's a cool cat because he just tell we he has the same view of life with me. Like um, he goes he goes around wearing like top hats and stuff, Charles. Yeah. But those are mementos from uh, his loved ones that have passed away. Oh, that's sweet of him. So he was a he kind of influenced that uh, point of view of life and death for me. Okay. And yeah. um, with Ralph's, I've actually a lot of my my uh, I've actually had to step inside my manager's office just because uh, just because of technicalities. But they always touch base like, Sydney, God bless you and your like wo- your willingness to talk to people and stuff like that. And um, from doing just from that the ability to communicate, like you said, like articulately. Um, I've come across customers who are actually once the director of emergency preparedness for our county, Ventura mm-hmm. County. And um, the other I just know from playing, uh, he's a gym friend from uh, LA Fitness. Okay. Um, he's actually the director of public health for Ventura County. Oh, no way. So it's just that, like that. Like, I've also come to terms like the universe will work its magic. Oh, look so, at that. So why don't, so you don't have to, you can go with the flow of the universe, but still work hard. Work hard, put work hard, and then the universe will recognize that. Absolutely. I'm big on that as well. When it comes down to it, bro, I think everything that we uh, come together or where we are now is because we attracted it in the first place. And that mm-hmm. comes with, you know, beginning to think about yeah. that. So it yep, seems like yep. you, I mean, have you always been like this? I'm actually curious, you know, like it's, um, were you always like this at the start or if anything, what made you become who you are with someone who's like into personal development and also in all kinds of like, you know, looking for mentorships, sounds like all that stuff. So for the most part, I would like to say that I have been mostly like this. I've just never been too conscious. I was never conscious of it until about high school. So like high school for everyone is like a, turning point like they either grow into the person that they are now or grow from that person that they were they are that they were in high school so uh for me i was i went through an up and down uh four-year journey of personal growth in high school i was actually bullied a little bit in high school and um i made the conscious change of just becoming a better person um back in the summer of 2012 which is the summer before my senior year in high school charles okay and i just was like you know what i'm just gonna enjoy life and i'm just gonna spread my happiness Mm. to wherever i can so um a lot of my professors recognized that it actually helped me out academically because i actually had my strongest academic semester my first semester my senior year Mm -hmm. and uh foothill tech is a it's rigorous in the way that all its uh, starting academic classes are college prep. Okay. So there's no, there's no like standard or anything like that. College prep is the beginning. 
Right. And the only other choices you have from there, Charles, are AP or honors. For sure. So I recall. I had a, I had I actually had a friend I still talk to uh, to this day that was a, the salutatorian. He uh, graduated with like a four point six GPA wow. in high school, and um, he was actually one of my motivators in high school too. Like I saw that how goofy he was. Like he was the quiet kid, that but when you got to know him, he was like pretty funny and he was smart too. So I was like, you know what? Why am I trying to hold myself back when my friend here, who's gonna, who's really smart, really funny just be himself with people that he trusts yeah so i was just like that and um nice, man. at my Good. you know how in high school they have like the senior best and stuff charles mm -hmm. like best smile best eyes um at my high school for graduation they actually have a hall of fame so um yeah at, at high school graduations they have the first two rows are the salutatorians and the valedictorians right the people with that had like at least a 4.0 GPA all four years. Mm -hmm. um, at my high school, if you got into the Dragon Hall of Fame, you were able to sit in the first two rows. So, uh, senior awards night, um, the the spring of 2013, I was just sitting there. I was going. For, I was there just for some awards for um, some extracurriculars I was part of. Mm -hmm. I was just sitting there, and we got to the most inspirational mail of uh, 2013. And my avid teacher at the time came up to because he was the one that was going to announce the person. And um, he literally opened up saying, "Like, I, I, the, uh, the like the principals at our school gave me the opportunity and the privilege to choose who the most inspirational male of our of your graduating class was." And I chose this guy just because he's been making the campus a safer place in his own way. Good. So um, I, I have the medal still for it, but I don't know. I actually, I misplaced it somewhere in my room, to be honest. But. That's okay. We don't need to look for it, bro. That's, <laughs> that's good, man. I mean, you 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 project uh, a lot of uh, positivity within you, and I see that you have a lot of uh, potential when it comes down to it. So I'd love to see that within other people. But uh, we're going to wrap it short because I, I have another person I'm going to interview okay. next but um, okay. one thing one thing I am curious is like uh -huh. some of the things that's been going on within the grocery aspect. Like, how, how, from a scale of one to ten, how severe would you say the people have been behaving in the actual grocery market? Like actually following the rules, or uh, especially when the thing happened. So, um, as, as of right now, staff wise, the staff are. The staff, like my coworkers at my particular location, Charles, they're fine. Right. We're out staff wise. We're probably at like a one or a two where we understand the severity of it, but we're pretty much calm and cool as collected. That's good. That's good. Uh, the most of the majority of the customers have been uh, very understanding as well. They've been like a, okay. like a three. Okay. Um, That's pretty good. Back, but back like the, the second week of like when the president announced the thing, like the pandemic, and stuff mm. like that uh we literally charles that friday i went into work and i was wondering at 6 a.m why was there like eight people in the store with full carts yeah so we of were in what? panic of uh, groceries like groceries oh wow i like got six because um my most routes open up at 6 a.m mm. so i was wondering like okay it's like 605 there's like five people in the first register open and that's always the express lane mm. 
so why is it like this? And then we were like that up until the that weekend, like through that weekend, we had like six registers open at like 8 a.m., Charles. Wow. And then we went into a phase where for like a week and a half, we were doing like um, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. And then the after that, we slowly started extending the closing time to like 9 p.m. to 10 p.m nice okay. and then the past week and a half we've been opening up at regular hours but still closing at 10. Mm. so overall the staff is doing is calm is calm like bless us that we're none yeah. of us are all of us are healthy uh customers wise most of the customers understand what's going on they've been uh very cooperative with us oh, I've, that's good some some customers have been like irritable but that's on them that's how they that's how they're reacting to what's yeah, going on that's true so that's, that's their there. stress but yeah that's good to hear overall that you guys are doing pretty good all right cool yeah. well uh we'll just wrap it up and for the last part of this uh little interview bro like what what do you see for yourself within you know within the next couple of uh, once all this is over and after that couple of years mm -hmm. then like what, what's your plans man I, i'm curious uh for me, within like the next year, I actually just want to make sure I'm dead set on graduating. Like I have, including the online class I'm taking right now, Charles, I have five classes left. So I want to make sure that I'm either graduating, uh, finishing up my degree either next fall, this coming fall, or in the spring. And then from there, I'm just working on trying to um, get a job within the county so then I could start working for the Ventura County Public Health Department. And then I just want to start my uh, plan to just become financially free. I want to be financially free at, or at least 56% financially free before I'm 35, which is going to be around the age that I'm going to have my first kid. That's good, man. It seems like you have it all planned out, dude. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Appreciate awesome. it. Yeah, man. So for anybody listening, uh, where can they find you? Uh, so my, Inst I think my Instagram and my TikTok handles are uh, C B S. Okay. L W S Y R. Cool. Um, my Facebook is Sanin S E N I N, and nice. yeah, and then I'm on Snapchat too. Um, Sanin S E N I N and then R at the end of that. Awesome, bro. Cool. I'll Thank bring you, that Charles. up. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for being on, bro. I'll have it out. Uh, I have a couple of episodes we got to edit too, so it'll be out like in the uh, distributed amount, you know, so you'll see it soon. Okay. Gotcha. Appreciate Thanks it, Thanks for Charles. being on, bro. Stay safe and no nice meeting you Thank in person. You. All right, bro. Thank Take you. It easy. Thank you. All right.